You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. Hi, and welcome to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast with Nick and Amy. And today's title of the episode is How to Be Resilient Through the Storms in Marriage and Life. Because... We are going to encounter storms, just like the weather, right? It's so unpredictable, and we could wake up one day and have a massive storm hit our marriage, hit our life, and are we going to be prepared? Do we know how to handle that? Amy and I have had a probably quite a few storms um, in our marriage. I mean, maybe we live in like Oregon or somewhere, storms and rains all the time. I don't know, but... Um, we've had to really learn how to navigate and handle those things in our lives. And it can be really, really difficult if, if you don't know what to do. In fact, many times we have a tendency to naturally want to do the opposite of what we should be doing um, through those difficult times. So that's the podcast today. And Nick is going to make this one super, super exciting. Oh, aren't every one of them excited? <laughs> I just feel like we've been really, um, what's the word, very serious the last few episodes. So we're going to try and make this one a little more... Lighten uh, up a little bit. Lighten up a little bit. Make it a little more fun, well, maybe. I mean, fun well, ideas. We'll, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> but You're starting out with... Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, I had a... I told Nick to share a joke. That's what I meant by enlightening it. Yeah, I, I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, you don't remember your joke? No, I don't. I totally forgot. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to totally butcher it. Yeah, so I'm totally good. on the spot here. Um, my wife said that I should listen to her more clearly. At least, I think that's what she said. Was that was that the joke? I think that was yeah, but you didn't. I totally right. butchered it. it was awful. <laughs> at least I think that they're, was. Said. They're booing me off the stage. They're throwing stuff yeah. at me. That Guess was, you better keep your job. Okay, that was awful. So we'll move into the podcast. So when you're when you're going through the rocky and stormy times in life, like what what are the things you can do? Because every couple out there listening is going to. Like I said, you know, hit the storm. And some storms are going to be worse than others. Some storms are going to last a long time. Some storms are going to blow over pretty quickly. I mean, this could include like, uh, you know, a job loss, um, sickness, a death, um, you know, like just anything really. Like there's so many, so many things that this this could entail. Especially right now, I feel like so many couples are stressed about finances and bills and just the world it's it's hard a lot of people are both working and we all know what stress does to intimacy right into your marriage like when one person is tired and worked out stressed out of their mind like it affects both people and if both people are like that it just affects all 
all areas of intimacy completely. Well, and I'm really, I'm really glad you brought that up because that you're so right. I feel like with everything going on in the world right now, the economy, inflation, I think the majority of people would say that their lives are probably more stressful. Um, For sure. a, a lot of people probably are going through, you know, stormy times right now. And just the unknown, like we know a storm's coming. Uh, we, we believe things are going to get even worse that um, you know, we're, we're kind of headed for a bigger storm, so to speak. And so I'm glad you brought that up because I really do feel like there are a lot of storm clouds, so to speak, moving in and that storm is gathering and, and difficult times are going to be ahead for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, so we, we it's can, all about getting prepared, right? Yeah. I mean, we can feel that as well. It's just, you can, you can really sense just things building. So We'll talk about the things that couples can do to really weather these storms and stay strong together. So, I mean, obviously the first thing, you hear us talk about this all the time, but communication. During these difficult times, I know for me, like naturally, like when things are tough or when you're having those conversations together and the conversations aren't the easy ones that are maybe more difficult, um, I personally have a tendency to probably be less um, talkative and probably less likely to share my feelings and, and things like that. I would say I'm better at that, but that's kind of my, I would say, tendency. I would probably say that when we went through really hard financial stuff like 12 years, 15 years ago, you were definitely like that. You kind of just closed down. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to talk I, about this. I feel like you're opposite now. Oh, that's good. That's good. I've changed. Yeah. Like, I think you've really gotten those communication tools down. But I think it's natural for most people on hard conversations to just be like, I don't, I don't want to sure. talk about that. I mean, I, again, that's totally the way my personality was. And well, it turns into one of those nagging conversations, right? Like we have to talk about this again and again, and we're both so stressed and it usually can, if you're both stressed, it can turn heated very easily. Right? Yeah. And I think, too, when things are really difficult, sometimes maybe we're not thinking clearly or thinking straight on how to handle things. Uh, it just it just is so important when things are difficult and you're going through tough things to really open up that communication even more so than you might normally do. Yeah. It's very important to show very much vulnerability and how you're really feeling and how it's affecting you and to really listen to each other. I mean, communication isn't just talking. Like, if you don't have the communication skills, the tools of listening and acknowledging, I mean, your communication doesn't really help, right? Like, it's it's called healthy communication, and that includes listening. So you have to be able to be vulnerable, but as a spouse or your spouse needs to be able to take in what you're saying, really hear what you're saying, and try to understand it for it to do any good. Yeah, and one of the things that communication really does is it makes it an issue that you're working on together. The second you stop communication, it becomes almost like one person one yeah. person dealing with it their way and making decisions their way and the other spouse doing the same thing. And that and that can obviously be just detrimental. I mean, how often do you hear of people going through trials or struggles or financial hard times and then they end up getting divorced, right? right. They just can't weather those storms together. The, the first thing that happens is they probably stop communicating and close up and try to just deal with things on their own because sometimes that's, 
especially as men, that's the way we're taught is like, oh, don't share your feelings or concerns. Just be a man and handle things. And that's the opposite of what we should actually do. For sure. So. Agreed. It's also really important to develop coping mechanisms to handle the stress together. And these coping mechanisms are just healthy ways to manage the stress. Um, you know, it could include going and exercising together or jogging or going on walks or um, getting out and doing fun things together. I think I, I can say for us in our relationship when we were going through the really difficult times financially, um, we probably stopped doing things that, um, I guess, manage the stress together. We stopped having fun. We stopped so many of the things. I think that made things even more stressful and more difficult. You can always find fun things to do or ways to, you know, manage well, or handle the stress together. That's like the main problem. When, as you're saying that, I'm thinking, okay, when that happened to us, we started getting a little more disconnected because we were both stressed. And then I started a business and started working more because I was stressed trying to fix the problem, right? Yeah. And then I get resentful because then one person feels like they're fixing the problem or trying to work too hard. And then you get separated in that way too. And then if you're financially tight, you're like, well, date night's out. We don't have the money, right? So then those kind of things start to go bye-bye. So all of a sudden you start, one person might take on more work and then be resentful or I don't know. There's just, you definitely stop doing the things that are super, like even more so important at that moment. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like you've got to keep doing those simple things we always talk about. Like I wish we would have kept dating and not realized, oh, we have to have all this money to go on dates. Like we could have done better yeah, at being like more intentional at home, right? Or... Hey, there still has to be healthy boundaries when it comes to work. Like you still have to take a little bit of time off for your marriage or your marriage isn't going to make it through. And then like, what was the whole point of trying to work like, extra to make more money when your marriage falls apart, right? Like looking back, we did so many things wrong. Oh, we totally did. I mean, did. we totally did. And luckily, luckily we learned those lessons and yeah, they were the hard way, but I think we became stronger and we're like... Oh, next time this hits, we're not handling things this way again, or we're gonna do things differently. I think the only thing that held us together that was that was seriously that we were committed. Yeah, we were one hundred percent committed, but we were not thriving. We were absolutely just surviving at that moment, and we don't want anyone. You can go through hard times and still survive. Like we see couples going through financial crises and just devastations, loss of jobs for months and months and months and months at a time. And they're still thriving. So, like, it really does come down to perspective, attitude, trying to fix that problem as a team, trying to help relieve each other's stress, right? In whatever the way that looks like for your marriage. And I wish we would have done a better job of that, but we, we made it through it. Well, and there's obviously going to be ways you individually handle the stress, but I love how it talks about, you know, handling the stress together. Yeah. Creating creating that stronger bond and unity together as a couple. I think it's really important, too, to have adaptability and flexibility. Um, I know for me, for a while, when things were difficult, I continued to try to do the same thing and same thing and same thing. I, I, prob I wasn't very good at adapting and being flexible. And we all know that life is not going to go as planned. I bet every one of us could look back and say... 
our life is probably completely different than what we had envisioned. And so being able to adapt and obviously be flexible with the things that life throws at you and being able to, so to speak, call an audible, right? Like you would yeah. in football, yep. um, where you can, you can go a different direction and pivot and what you need to do. So you got to recognize that your plans and circumstances are probably going to change. That's probably one of the things I wish I would have known when we got married is not like everyone has that picture in their mind, what marriage and family and life is going to work out. Like, Oh, by this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to accomplish this. It's going to look like this. Oh, I think the totally best marriage different. advice anybody could give at their wedding is like throw out all that out the door and you just got to roll with God's plan. Yeah, Like for literally, sure. right? Like it's not your plan. Like you have to, like you said, be flexible and okay with change, with trials and just have, and have faith. Like I would, that's, Amy, that's what I would get. Amy and I never, ever would have imagined we would be doing what we're doing. Like, this is probably the last thing I ever could have imagined doing in our life. When we got married, I wanted to be either a big graphic designer or a huge artist. Nick was planning on going on the PGA Tour. (laughs) We We had our dreams, right? We had our dreams in place. Like, that when we got married... That's what it looked like. We were going to have kids. We're going to have this awesome, successful lifestyle. You had your dreams. I had my dreams. And then all of a sudden, our life changed. I'm not going to say for the bad, but just changed, right? And things got shaken. Things didn't work out. Plans didn't got changed. Decisions were made. I mean, I I woke up one day and felt like, oh, I had the strongest feeling I've ever had. This isn't the right thing to pursue and do. After his entire life of pursuing it. (laughs) Yeah, I thought, oh, if I if I listen to that prompting, then everything from here on out should be easy because I'm listening to what I should do. And (laughs) that was the furthest thing from the truth that ever could have happened. (laughs) So, but what you're saying is like we had to learn to roll with the punch. And so when my, when my, our kids start getting married, I think my biggest piece of advice is you just can't plan everything out. Like God has a bigger plan and you just, you got to like be a team and know that you're getting into life together and be okay where it goes. Right. And I want to point out too, that a lot of times when bad things happen, like let's say you have a job loss, we look at that like it's the end of the world, but Oftentimes, it's just another door that's even better will open up. We had a good friend that lost their job uh, recently, and it was devastating. Mm -hmm. Um, It was completely unexpected. And lo and behold, a couple months later, they got an even better job with better pay that allowed them to be with their family more. Benefits, yeah. They were just like, this couldn't have worked out any better. And so, you know, trusting in God and knowing that hey, even though something bad happened, maybe there's going to be another door that opens up. I just need to be flexible and, and adapt to you know, what, what he has for me. Well, I can honestly say in our situation, um, you know, trying to pursue some of the goals that we had, we ended up getting into like real estate and mortgages for a while. I was doing mortgages, Nick was doing real estate. And this was before 2008 hit. We had gotten into some investing. And 2008 hit us like... It hit a lot of people, like wiped us, right? Like, (laughs) can't even explain it. Four little kids and just destroyed us financially, which was a big part of our 
you know, yeah, decisions could have, I mean, a lot of things come into effect with that, right? But we had to reevaluate our entire life, right? And that's when things got really hard for a while, but we got tested and challenged like we never would have in any other way, which all of a sudden, this is where we had to start implementing things and be like, are we a rock? Are we committed? Like, what does marriage look like to us? How do we get through this? And how do, and then all of a sudden, like down, you know, it, it was years for us. It was really, really hard. And we learned a ton, but that's where the app came from. This is, that's where we like completely changed our careers and our life and just let it, God guide us. I don't know. I, I, I could totally say that. You have to be flexible. Yeah. And, and just let things Because things happen. are going to happen. It's not a matter of if they're going to happen because they are. It's a matter of when these things are going to happen. And it doesn't mean that they're not hard. That's right. <laughs> That's for sure. doesn't mean they're not hard. Um, the next thing is, you know, having that strength in unity. Um, recognize you are a team. And when you're facing adversity or bad things in your life, it's crucial to stand together, support each other, encourage each other, communicate, instead of um, allowing it to drive you apart. And I think that's, I think that's so important. I I know for me, I made a lot of decisions on my own because I'm like, okay, I'm the husband. I it's my job to get us out of this mess. And so I just quietly went and made a lot of decisions that ended up making the situation even worse. And I didn't tell Amy about a lot of those things because I was like, this is just my job. I, I have to do this. And don't do that. Do the opposite. <laughs> Absolutely do the opposite of that. That's um, going to cause a lot of heartbreak, be, resentment, and then healing and forgiveness later on. Yeah. Be together in unity as a team. Encourage and do do everything and make all decisions together. Which is also hard. We get that. We get that, right? everyone's different everyone's personalities are different it's not just easy to be like let's be a perfect little team all the time certain personalities can make that really really tricky <laughs> for right? sure yeah right Absolutely. especially if you've got someone that's stubborn or wants to be in charge or actually like growing well and this is i just wanted to add this our backgrounds and our pasts play so much into what i'm saying because nick was thinking i have to be the supporter and I was like, he needs to be the supporter. And that didn't work in our marriage. That didn't happen in our marriage. So we had to get past that certain roles and certain things that you're brought up to believe. They yeah. change, right? Yep. Like you marry two opposite people or two different backgrounds. I'm just saying, it may, sometimes it's harder than it can. I don't know. It can be hard. <laughs> no question. I really like the next one, and I totally dropped the ball in this area as well. But you know, really practice self care, support each other, continue to exercise, and focus on your well being. Um, what do you mean you dropped the ball? Oh man, I remember I got up to like 193 pounds. Oh, and, and he's I, a little tiny guy. And I'm a tiny guy, and I looked in the mirror one day, and I'm like, "Who is that guy? He's got like a double chin," <laughs> and I was disgusted with myself. And just completely let myself go. And so it's really important to continue to exercise and do those things together and focus a little bit on yourself. I have to re reiterate this even more for the women. Because while my kids were little and I was financially supporting our family, I didn't do anything for myself. I look back and I'm like more resentful of myself almost than anyone because 
that is the time when you need to go do fun things, to still have a hobby, to still feel like you have something rather than just the caretaker of the whole family. Like it's so important to maintain that individual individual love and, and self-love and I don't know. I think that's really important because you cannot show up in your marriage in a healthy way if you're not physically and mentally healthy. And sometimes when we quit exercising or getting outside or doing stuff for ourselves that make us feel beautiful or happy or healthy, it totally impacts your spouse. It, it totally impacts your marriage. Yeah. Agree? No question. I totally agree. Um, resilience through learning. Um, it's so important to be resilient through the difficult times. I, Amy and I haven't shared everything we've been through, and I, I think at an appropriate time we will because I think some of the things are still fresh and things that maybe haven't run their course completely. Um, but we're, I, think, I think it's so important to be resilient and, and not give up and just trust that everything's going to be okay. I'm not even exaggerating when I say this. Like we were literally like had like a thousand dollars left in the bank and almost like no hope. And within about a week's period of time, thousand bucks in the bank. You mean like negative? We owed money. <laughs> well, yeah, but literally like um, within about a week's period of time, our whole world completely changed to where we had just some. Things happen um, that were miracles that completely um, changed our situation. And I, I'm saying this only for the reason like be resilient, put your faith and trust in God and hand things over to him and he will you know, help direct you, help you make the right decisions and help you get through those stormy times in, in marriage and life. If you keep working hard. Yeah. If you don't give up and you keep working hard because you have to do your part, right? And I and I also think too it's important to um like I said look back and and pull the good from the things that you've gone through previously, the stormy things that you've gone through. There's always ways to be able to pull the good out of those things and learn so that when, you know, the storms hit again, you're you're prepared for those. Which I think comes down to maybe documenting or writing. I was kind of a journal keeper back in those days. But when you go through really hard stuff and you've learned something, to write it down in case you have to go through it again. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not like a it's, huge writer. But I think it's really important, you know, to maintain your, well, maybe you're getting into this gratitude. Well, and I was, I was the opposite. I was like, man, I'm burning that journal. I don't ever want to, <laughs> I don't ever want to remember those things again. And it's, it's. It's amazing how quickly we do forget, like, things that we go through yeah. a lot of the times. Yeah. But um, one of the most important things, too, is continue to maintain perspective and optimism. It's so easy to focus on the things that we're going through right at that moment that we tend to forget about, like, the big picture in life. Oh, so easy to forget. And I'm not sitting we're here. Human. I'm not sitting here saying that that's an easy thing to do because it absolutely isn't. And I'll be the first to admit that I wasn't looking at things that way. I was looking at things from that. Hey, I need to. I need this here and now. But looking back, um, well, I guess I guess I should say we did kind of look at things 
from the bigger picture as far as our we relationship tried. goes, right? Oh, for, for our relationship, absolutely. So I guess I guess I can't say we didn't. I we failed in a lot of areas, but it is so important to keep the perspective in mind, the big picture, to know that things are going to you know pass, and try to maintain that positivity um, throughout that. Well, it really comes down to not letting your trials break your marriage, right? And so I think what you're trying to say is it was really hard not focusing on the negative in the trial, like the trial itself. But when you look at the whole marriage perspective in a big picture, it helps with those little trials, right? For Which sure. is really, really hard to do. Like it takes a lot of patience and a lot of uh, faith. <laughs> a lot of the things that we as humans struggle to have when things are really hard. Well, like I said at the beginning, we tend to do the opposite of what we probably should do, right? Which is why we're called natural men, <laughs> right? Like yeah. we're like naturally want to do the opposite. And so, like we always say, like marriage is a really big test. Like we're humans, and all of a sudden we come into marriage, and it's like you're opposite. You're sometimes sexually opposite. You're sometimes emotionally opposite. You come from opposite backgrounds a lot of times. Sometimes you have different goals. I hope not. But, like, there's lots of differences between us. And here we're like, okay, get married. Stay committed. Take care of each other. Good oh, luck to you. Oh, by the way, you got to financially support, raise kids, own a house, maybe you have a pet. Like... Have a pet? Deal. Or have pets. Have pets. <laughs> Multiple plural. pets if you're me. I did that to Nick. Um, maybe it was a little revenge. Just kidding. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm going to throw health trails at you, financial trails at you, family trials at you that are hard as crap. Try to stay together and not just stay together, be happy and thrive through all this. It's rough. It's yeah. a lot to ask, right? It but is. it's kind of why we're here and why we're marriage is one of the biggest tests is because it makes us hopefully better. It tests us so much, it's supposed to make us better. And so having that perspective of this marriage is a bigger thing than this, sometimes we kept, have to focus on, okay, this is a test. Well, we had a guy say something at church the other day that really hit me too. He said, you know, 90% of the things we do just suck. They're difficult, <laughs> yeah, right? They like are. we go to work. We don't want to go to work. We spend X amount of hours per day. We, you know, even vacation, he brought up vacation. He's like, we have to book the vacation. We spend a ton of money. We have to go to the airport and pack and we have to rent a car and, and half the kids, the are, kids are fighting and complaining and there's all these things happening and 80 to 90% of the vacation sucks. But the 10 to 20% is just like blissful. It's amazing. And as, as we look back, why do we keep, still keep going on vacations? Why do we still do these things that are so hard or difficult? It's because of that you know, 10% or that 20% of blissfulness that's amazing. And I think life is like that a lot. You know, so much of life is so difficult, but it's just that small portion that is amazing that, um, I guess, gives us that that happiness, that, that optimism. Well, his actual quote, I hope I got it right, is the hard times outnumber... The easy or good times, but the good times or that 20%, 10%, whatever that is, completely outweighs the hard times. And I'm like, the longer I live, the longer I'm married, the older my kids get, the more I'm like, yeah, like 90% of life 
sometimes is super, super hard and challenging and as trials, but that 10 or 20% or maybe it's 50%, I don't know what your yeah, life looks like. Everyone's right? numbers are different, but that heart, that more lower point outweighs it. That's why we get up every day, right? Yeah. It's for those little moments in our day or little moments in our marriage or our parenting that outweigh the hard times. Yeah, for sure. Because the hard times are always going to outnumber. They just are. Like, life isn't easy. Marriage isn't easy. When marriage is amazing, which is why we totally came up with ultimate intimacy. That's what we all want. That rough 90 80% of marriage, that 20% of ultimate intimacy in your marriage, when it's thriving, when it's passionate, when you're making love and it's awesome, when you're connecting on a deeper level emotionally, all those moments totally outweigh those hard times. Agreed. I totally, you totally. Know. Totally agree. And and the final one, which I think is really hard for a lot of people too, is seek help when needed. Um, don't hesitate to seek guidance or, you know, thoughts from professionals or, or people that are close to you, friends, family, those types of things. I mean, Oftentimes they can give great feedback, especially when they're not in this situation. And uh, I wish we would have done maybe a little bit more of that. Well, I'm going to say, since we're just admitting all our flaws today, we sucked at this and we did not do this. And that was one of our biggest regrets because I think those several, several years that were really hard for us could have been easier if we would have let go of our pride and realized that seeking professional help or a third party does not mean that you are any less in any way. Like, I think we had a pride of, like, we can fix this ourselves. We We don't don't need someone to fix this. I don't need to spend money on getting a mediator or whatever. Like, I just think that having a third party once in a while, if it gets hard enough or bad enough, or maybe it doesn't even need to get bad. Um, We've talked about this a long time ago, but maintenance, sometimes getting a professional counselor if you really need help can be more maintenance rather than fixing, right? Sometimes Mm -hmm. we wait, oh, we need professional help because our marriage needs fixing. Where if we look at it more, and I wish we would have, of more of a maintenance thing, like help us get through this. Like help us- So it doesn't get broken. So it doesn't break. And so I think, and and we've heard marriage advice from newlyweds now that I wish we would have heard when we were younger to, and I think it was someone that came to our marriage retreat last year and they had only been married a year and they're like, oh, we already go to a marriage counselor and our marriage is amazing because we don't let any of those things become rocky because we literally go get professional help to learn these tools once a week or once a month or whatever. I don't remember what it was right now. And we've only been married a year, but our marriage is great. And I was like, oh my gosh, I never had that perspective that sometimes going to a professional for something before it's broken is a great thing to do. However, I'm going to say this, that you have to be extremely careful about who you're going to and getting help with. They need to Agreed. be someone that you trust, someone that you know. Um, I We see a lot of times where there's horrible advice given and it mm-hmm. actually makes a problem worse. Or they're not there to actually help you fix something. They're help, they just want your money. And they so, just, it's gonna, so they're going to so dig, the, right? So the longer you're needing help and yeah exactly like some therapists out there are in the business of just making money and the longer you're sick or the longer you need them the more money they make and i again not not all of them i'm not saying all of them are but i'm just saying you got to be very very careful about who you trust and who you're i guess 
having help, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So yes, there's a very big balance when it comes to professional help, getting the right people, you know, I don't know. We could go a whole nother podcast on that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which anyway, we probably will. We probably do need to talk about that. But um, don't don't wait to get... It doesn't even have to be a counselor. It could be, you know, someone you both look up to, a family member, someone who has a lot of experience. Like, just sometimes a third party can be helpful, and sometimes it can be not helpful. So just being careful there. I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, um... You have anything else to add? I just feel like being positive, staying a team, being flexible with life and knowing that things can change and just, and if life is flexible, just literally stepping back and realizing if we do this together, we can conquer anything. And I think that's what got us through our hard times was realizing there's a bigger picture. This is temporary. And I've seen couples go through hard stuff and come out stronger. So maybe that can be us. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Love it. Well, Christmas is coming quick. We hope all of you are having a great holiday season and enjoying the time together with your families. And let us know if we can do anything for you. We have some great products at shop.ultimateintimacy.com to help connect you as a couple. And go check it out. So, got some great things going on. So, hope you enjoyed the podcast. And until next time, we hope all of you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship.